ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Bartholomew Carrington the third. $10 and a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Junebug Space. Kiki. Red Foots to the slave name. Cause Kai. Can you feel it, baby? And that's how I get home. Happy New Year. I was about to sing happy birthday. Happy New Year, y'all. Uh, and the fifth day? And five, yes. And sir. five. Yeah. Because it's five days after the new year that you will be listening to this. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, lose this weight. Listen, folks, uh, I know coming from the both of us, we're saying the same thing that's everybody's number one answer on the uh, family feud board. Number one answer on the board, New Year's resolution is lose this weight thing. Uh, but this has to be it for me because uh, I'm paraphrasing the Muhammad Ali quote, something about the scariest thing or the worst thing you could do is be in the same place you were last year. And I feel like I've been in the same place for the last 10 years. Uh, and I feel like Weight loss is the final Chu Chow Young test for me to fight the final boss in the martial arts movie. And if I could get past Sensei Demon, uh, <laughs> then we're on to bigger, better things. Um, so this is going to be the year when I get my LL Cool J Love You Better six-pack V in the front pointing towards the dick Stomach. See now, that's that's a big goal. I just want to lose the weight. Yeah, I want to get. I want to listen. That's one of my biggest fantasies: is to lose the weight and get fucking shredded. See, see, but see, this is where this is where I, I think, and I'm not going to tell you anything because you know how your head works. But a lot of people say something like, "Get shredded." Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose the weight and get shredded. So if you're losing the weight and you're starting to lose and it's coming off slow and you're not getting shredded, then a lot of people give up because I think that they, you're overreaching. I think you should have, like, you should have uh, moments in mm-hmm. there that you can at least go, hey, man, I lost 10, I lost 10 pounds. I still don't look like I want to look, but I lost 10, so now let's go for 15, 20. Now yeah, I want to get I, shredded. I, the head game thing doesn't, ain't going to do it for me because I'm an extremist. Uh, when I do anything, I go hard to paint. So, the problem with me in terms of the scales of balance is I've been going hard in the paint on a party that ain't ended <laughs> in the last 15 years. So, uh, but once my mind is made up and that's the toughest thing is making it up, um, I think I'll be good to go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to drop some weight. I don't know how, I don't know what kind of shape I'm going to be in. I'd like not to be in a pear shape. I'd like to be in, Something a little. Is it a pair? A pair, yeah. <laughs> I would like to be in a more of a, uh, I, I don't know, some kind of uh, here's a 80s, symmetry. Here's an 80s reference. Um, a lot of you young kitties won't know this, but you, in other words, you you don't you you tired of being shaped like an orangina bottle? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I just want to, I want to put some effort in and I, you know what? I don't want, and, and I'm taking this on and this is, this might not work the way that I want it to. I don't want to do it for just me, which it's for me and for my health is the main reason I want to do right. it. But also for Tara, because this is what I, I, I told her this, this is why it's important to me. And I hope, and you know, this makes her want to help me too. I think, uh, I'm older. So she got me old. Through COVID, this is the worst amount of hair, the most hair that I've ever lost. She's really getting the bottom end of this uh, run that I'm having on this planet. <laughs> right. The least I could do is give her something that doesn't look broken. But let me tell you, women are funny that way, man. I mean, I'm not saying she, a woman doesn't want a man to be as pristine as possible, but women aren't, I don't think women are as vain as men in that way. You know, when a woman loves you, she will take you looking like Friar Tuck, nigga. Like, she will accept you, love you, balding, belly and all. Uh, I've seen some women with some disheveled <laughs> pieces of shit, nigga. And I'm like, bitch, how are you? But he has her heart, man. Uh, we tend to be a little bit more vain in that we want yeah. you to... We look at the physical. Yeah. We look at the physical first. But also, I would also like not to sound like I just... Uh, I would like to fuck her and not sound like I ran a marathon and like I didn't make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I just, you know, listen, I, I, I hold no uh, compunction whatsoever about any regrets in terms of anything sexual as long as I win the prize at the end. Uh, but it, from a personal standpoint, it would be nice to look in the mirror and just go, you know, damn, and look at you instead of look at you. Yeah. No, I, I swear to you, uh, the other night, I uh, <coughs> I was in the shower and I was like, okay, I'm going to get done. I'm going to get cleaned. I'm, I'm going to take the shower, clean up, smell good. We're going to have some dinner. We're going to, you know, go do a few things, get back. I'm, 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 we're, we're fucking. <clears throat> And and then I got out of the shower and I started tallying off and I looked at myself and I was like, right. yeah, you're going to get back and you're going to put it in there, but <laughs> you ain't fucking. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I right. want, it's, yeah, it, it's, I say for her, but really it is for me. It's because yeah. she, like you just said, she knows who I am. Yeah. But I, I'd like to be a little, I'd like to put a little S on my chest and, and go like for that. it. I like that. Put a little S on your chest. If you, if you, if you, if you can't do it by being in shape, you could always... <laughs> <laughs> this is my war face and my war paint. You, you could always lay back on your back and beat off until you shoot an S <laughs> on your chest. <laughs> Brand yourself. All right. Uh, Patton Oswald and Dave, you were telling me. Patton Oswald. Uh, I, I forgot what city it was in, but he's uh, there. Dave is is doing this big theater show and Patton Oswald's there. And they've known each other since like ki- like young, youth. Right. Ute, since they were Utes. Since they were Utes. And uh, uh, said, hey, come on, do a guest set. And so, you know, Pat, they've been friends. I mean, it's, a, you know, you know everybody when you've done this a we're long all time. In the same gang. But you're friends with certain people. You right. have, you, you've had experiences. And that doesn't mean you're day to day friends. Some, my best right. friends, we're not, we don't talk every day. Right. Uh, but they're your friends. And, uh, and and Patton still sees Dave as his friend, and obviously Dave sees Patton as his friend, and called him up and said, "Do a guest set." And there was no there was no hesitation on Patton's part. That's his friend, and he went and did the guest set, and he was very happy and posted about it because uh, uh, you know 
the friends and and Dave is in this next level and you know it's it's nice to to get that call from your friend who's killing it and like no one else is killing it and then uh, the LBGTQ plus community came after the one of their own which is Pat and Pat and uh, when I said one of their own an ally for them that has been vocal and uh, came after him because he had the audacity to perform with the enemy and 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 still call him his friend and even though that Dave has a and I I don't want to say Dave I don't there is some confusion in what Dave has said because of the turf thing but let's just be he I don't think I don't think there's anyone that said that could would think that Dave has said in that special that he wants to see any transgender people hurt uh injured killed I I I think there might be some mis I think maybe Dave might have been a little misinformed on how he approached the ter- the term turf or, or not. Regardless, I, I still, uh, I, Dave is somebody I still look up to and I admire. And even if I didn't agree with him, even if I didn't agree with him, and I'm not saying I do or I, I do or I don't, that doesn't remove him from me looking up to him. And me, even if I did, and even if he was, uh, I, I want to be careful how I say it because I don't want to put any words in Dave's mouth. Even if his special would have been. Uh, had some tone that would have been against uh, the the community. Uh, people do change. People do develop. And even if that didn't happen, everything else that I've shared with someone, everything else that, that person is, I could still be friendly with them and still disagree with them. And there's no reason you can't. I don't understand this this line uh, in in the sand. Well, I don't I, listen. I, I'm not going to get into. Uh, I wouldn't use the word bashing, but in an effort to defend um, Pat uh, Pat Oswald's position or Dave's position, I'm not going to go down that road in terms of how I think this community uh, is a little bit of a bully because we've been down that road. I just I'm just more or less shocked because to go after Pat Oswald, knowing you know, come on, man, the dude looks like a lesbian, you know. So I don't understand why they would go after him when he's definitely. Look like he looks like a half hobbit, half lesbian. He's like a lesbian hobbit. Uh, leave him alone, man. Pat, Patton, you know he's allowed to like who he likes, man. Well, it's just. It, it, but I said this before. All the everybody who goes to the far right, the far left, whatever, they end up cannibalizing themselves because they're taking out their own people all the time. Because yeah. no one is. I think I don't want. To, I'm not going to make it political. I, I just thought it was interesting that. Uh, he could that Patton couldn't do a comedy set with an old friend without it becoming much, much more. Yeah. Well, you know, God bless that community. Uh, they're trying to figure shit out as we all are. So maybe they'll stumble along the way as most of us do when we're trying to figure shit out. And hopefully <laughs> if they can lift themselves out of each other's ass cheeks, uh, <laughs> everything will work out. That that couldn't have been put together any more poorly. It really, could. you really, you really. <laughs> you might have stuck the landing, but it wasn't uh, the right way. I got you. I don't know that that helped either. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Uh, Want to get into some fun stuff? Yeah. Uh, as as we told you, we were supposed to do this podcast with Neri, uh, our, our Florida soldier, uh, but he's he's back on a cruise ship, working cruise ships. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah, uh, cruise ships in COVID. Yeah, um, the two CCs. Um, so he couldn't make it. And we were disappointed because, you know, he's the superhero guy. And uh, I definitely talked to him a little bit after seeing the movie. And uh, he definitely uh, shocked me with his, the fact that he didn't feel uh, any way like I thought he would feel. And neither almost did you for that matter. And of course, I'm talking about Spider-Man. Dude, did I, I called Andy immediately. And was like, yo, this movie is fire. And I fucking loved it. A lot of people, I think they're getting carried away because too many people are like, yo, it's better than Endgame. Slow, slow down. No, it's not. Uh, but it's damn good. You know, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was the way you put it. And then you did say that about Endgame and everybody's saying it's better than Endgame. I wasn't, I wasn't with that either. But uh it does, I just before we get rid before we stop talking about Neri, does Neri Neri has a spider? Does he have a Spider-Man tattoo? He no, he's and I learned I I don't, I don't know why I assume he's just crazy about all things superhero, but he said to me that he he's not he's never been a big fan of Spider-Man. He was like, dude, I've really never been a big fan of Spider-Man. And I was like, what? Because I thought he was. I assumed he was. Well, Spider-Man wasn't one of the comics I collected when I collect comic books. Right. I was an Iron Man guy. I was a, a Silver Surfer guy. Uh, I like Fantastic Four. Uh, but there's, there's other reasons, too. But I was an X-Men fan because of the uh, the art. By, uh, there was an artist at the time at Marvel that was... James Byrne was unbelievable. So, right. Uh, but that, that, but that, that's a, a whole nother thing. But uh, Spider Man was cool, but it wasn't my. Uh, Dude, I just, you know, again, you can't help but because of the era that we came up in, uh, you have references beforehand. So, again, for, for me and my age and my generation, it, it, it goes a little, runs a little deeper from a nostalgia standpoint. But again, I, I, you know, watching this, and I think I may have said this before, it, it makes you go because, again, we came from the A-track cassette tape watching everything evolve time period. So, again, to new kids now, they don't have a reference point. This is it. But we have reference points. And I just thought, Jesus, man, we, we had Lou Ferrigno, the TV show, The Hulk. Yeah. We had Linda Carter, Super uh, Wonder, uh, Woman. Wonder Woman. We had Christopher Reeves, Superman. And I, I think the guy's name was Nicholas something. But we had the 60s. Well, not, not it came on in the 80s. But uh, the Spider-Man show, the TV show with Nicholas something, the guy that f- played Spider-Man. I remember we talked about this. Yeah. The webbing was rope. Yeah. And 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 uh, Kim Fields' mother, Chip Fields, was in it. See, I, I didn't really pay attention to that one. I really didn't. Oh, I loved it as because a kid. I think that went over me because really? um, um, I grew up in more like the seventies. I, I might be fucking up the dates, but it, it, I think that went right over the top of me though. Like, but it was shot in the seventies, came out in the eight, ran through the. I'm I, fucking I up the timeline, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I, I remember it. I just didn't. I, that one didn't grab me as much. And I think, by the way, I think I said. Uh, James Byrne and Steve Byrne. But anyway, go on. Go, go on. Yeah, and I just, I, I'm looking at this and I'm just going, 
wow, just what a fucking time to be alive with this kind of technology. Yeah. I mean, what they do with this technology. Dude, the fight between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange was amazing, dude. Just in terms of what they could do for what Doctor Strange's powers were combined with what Spider-Man's abilities were and to see the two of them fight. And and the one thing I love about the, uh, I got to give Marvel so much credit is they didn't just go, let's rely on the classic because we know the good guy going to fight the bad guy. But they, they, they bring to life that fantasy in everybody's head. Who would win between Strange and Spider-Man? Who would win between Iron Man and Captain America? And in all the movies at some point before these guys become friends and a team, they're foes a little bit, even yeah. though they're good guys. They, they try to figure each other out. And you see them fight for a second. It's like they give you what you want in terms of that fantasy. And I thought that visually... And effects-wise, that fight was was amazing. Well, not only that fight, but even uh, Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, they also made... It, it, he looked so much better. Than with the Tobey Maguire? Yeah, well, then, yeah, than the original. Right. Like, you see the, the, uh, the arms are looking better. Right. And everything looks... Uh, the, the technology has grown so far. It, it's unbelievable how the movie looks. And I don't know how much better it can get. That's the scary part. Like, it's how much better can it really get? Um, but it looked, it, 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 it visually, it looked great. That opening, that scene where Doc Ock introduces himself and uh, comes in for the first time and then seconds later, the goblin's grenade comes in and yeah. then he comes in. I mean, the theater wasn't as packed as it was when we saw um, Endgame, but you still had some of the same reactions. Yeah. Yeah. You had the, uh, the cheering, the applause, Yeah, but it, it's funny, you know, and, and it's also fighting COVID, uh, right yeah. now too. So it was, it was, in, it, it was, it was really great to go see it. I'm glad I was happy to go to a theater again. I was happy to have a popcorn and a Coke and watch Yeah, that it. was nice. And, and, and like we said, I was happy that you couldn't get in without a vaccination card. card. So, uh, but let's get to the movie though. Let's get it from the very beginning. Uh, right. You want to open it up? Nah. Did you have something? Well, it's just the beginning part. That's the part that takes me out of, the, out of it at the very beginning is that uh, Doctor Strange doesn't feel like Doctor Strange at the beginning. Of the no? Movie. No. He, Doctor, he's, he, he's a, first of all, he was an intellect. He's a, right. a surgeon. And then he comes off as kind of like trying to be a cool dude at the beginning of this. And like, right. that isn't his, that isn't his MO. That's not who he is. Right. And that's that's what bothered me at the beginning of the movie that was hard for me just to go like this doesn't happen unless Doctor Strange is trying to be is Doctor Strange trying to be cool now? Well, I well listen, he 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 shouldn't be uh Tony Stark cool cuz Tony was cool. Um but I thought they kind of established he was a little cool in Doctor Strange. Remember very early on with the music and his his confidence and yeah. his arrogance and but he's also very scientific and the right. idea that we're going to do a spell that no one else really wants him to do because it, it can alter the universe. And then he goes to do it. And then uh, Peter Parker's change and change. This is a spoiler. If anybody hasn't seen this, this is going to allow everything to be there. Uh, if, uh, if he's going to do a spell and it's going to break the universe, 
He's not going to do it. He's just going to stop doing it. He's going to go, nah, this, you know, you what? I was wrong. We're not going to do this. There's, and I understand he wants to give Peter Parker back his life. Right. And that part makes sense. It was just the way that they got there. I think, I think it could have been done. That part I wish would have been done differently. I wish you would have came in and it would have been like, you know, you could have gotten an emo- but and that's hard because you don't get an emotional response from Doctor Strange. You know, he's not supposed to work on emotion, and that's why this is off. But but that was the only thing. That was the thing that really right. that got me. But the rest of the movie, after I get past that part, right, I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see that what you saw. You know, to me, he, he, to me, he just played it like I thought he would play it. Yeah, I, I that that was my only issue. But after that, like I said. <clears throat> I'm, I'm good with the move. After that, I'm good with it. And what they did by opening up this multiverse now, you know, as 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 you killed Tony Stark with Robert Downey Jr., he's always able to come back now. There's no. You think he, you think he can though? He he can be alive in any other universe. Black yeah. Widow can be alive in any other universe. Right. They don't have to. So now we we don't know what they're going to do next. We have no idea because they can open up the door anywhere they want to open it up. So are, so are you pro multiverse or non? No, I, I like the multiverse. It really opens it up for uh, a lot more. Uh, and I, like I said, when I was a kid, one of the comics I did collect was What If? And I know that they made the, uh, the, the uh, cartoon mm-hmm. version and put it on Disney+. Plus. But I think they could do a cool series. Uh, a, a what if series uh, and do it in the Marvel kind of way right. that they've been doing it because uh, once you have the multiverse, it's not even a what if it's, it's another universe. So it, it would be very interesting uh, to have it done and to see some other things that they could it, do. It feels like with the, with the multiverse, they've basically uh, took the NBA approach to these movies. Now let's make super teams. Um and for this, I, I don't see it as a bad thing. Because again, if you're a superhero fanatic and you know this is how you get your orgasm, this is a hell of a bus right here. This is a way to bust a hell of a nut because uh, this is intense. But I have to ask you now, because I'm going to venture off into this. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, who's your favorite? Man, you, you know, as I've watched these, right. I would think so. This one was my favorite. That one was my favorite. This one, you know, because of the movie, how it was put together, and how well they did in each of their movies. But when I watched all three of them, right, and I think you're going to disagree with me on this. I I thought Tobey Maguire was Spider Man. I got to tell you, man, a couple things. Number one, I never liked Tobey Maguire like that. I thought he was too. And I understand Spider Man was supposed to be a geeky kid, but this nigga looked. Toby Maguire to me looked creepily geeky. Like he 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 did geek shit that should have been arrested for. Like he just looked odd to me. In this one? No, period. In all of them. In all of well, them. Well, I like how they address it because they they ask him if he's gonna keep does he have a That was a funny ass yeah, line. Yeah, or uh and that that line's funny. And that addresses the fact that he's older and he looks a little different. But when they're all there, who is who the, the the tagline for Spider-Man is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. Out of those three, who is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? But I would say all of them. No. Toby? No, Garfield especially has that darker edge to it. Well, they 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 said that, you know, a lot of people felt like he was the perfect, and this is before Tom Holland, he was the perfect Spider-Man 
but Tom Holland, I mean, but uh, Tobey Maguire was the better Peter Parker. And they were saying because Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker, he was too cool for school. Like he was almost too cool, too good looking, too, too, he wasn't geeky enough. But as Spider-Man in the uniform, he had that delivery. Whereas Toby was more better suited for Peter Parker. Me personally, and, and this is why I separate Tom from the rest. To me, Tom is the best. And especially from an acting standpoint. Yo, when Tom Holland got emotional, and uh, this is one of the times I weeped, when Aunt May died. Yeah. And then in Endgame, when Tony died, when he cries, he, he pulled me in. Him emotionally pulls me in. I think it was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, the third one, when his uh, friend, uh, you know, uh, James Franco yeah. dies and he has the big crying scene. I, I just thought when I was watching that, this is so cheesy. Toby Maguire to me came off cheesy when he cries. Like, nigga, stop. But but Tom Holland, I feel your pain, brother. Yeah, but you had a relationship with Tony Stark. You had a relationship with Aunt May. Did you have a relationship with James Franco? No, but... So it, uh, no matter most, what, it was going to be cheesy. Nah, nah, because look, and this is what falls on acting chops. Great acting is great acting. And if you have the ability based on your skill level, you can pull a motherfucker in. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you if you want to go on Better Actor. Uh, no, I think Tom Holland did a great job, especially in those that you just brought up. But in that, in the, when we're watching this and you're listening to someone who's like the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, a kid who got bit and now is a superhero. And, and this, the, the character is Peter Parker. Spider-Man is his own character, but the character is Peter Parker. I think that Tobey Maguire is, is the best Peter Parker. He really captures, like when he said it, uh, the, a few of the things he said, and he also had to justify why he gets webs and the way he justified I, it. I love that. Yeah, that was great. I, I, I just thought that's Spider-Man. That's, Spider that's a kid who became a superhero. You know, it's funny talking about those moments like uh again with in the theater and i knew it was gonna happen i was hoping it was gonna happen but just like in endgame you know cap on your left and then the portals open up and all of everybody comes back and the theater loses its collective shit when ned opened up the portal and andrew garfield came through and took the mask off but then when toby came through the house went down so it feels like the general consensus is Toby is everybody's favorite. But then I go, I think that's because he was there first. He was there first. And that is part of it. But I also think he he embodies Peter Parker. And, and you said it best when you said the, the who's the better Peter Parker. But that is the character is Peter Parker. Spider-Man is his own character. Peter Parker is the guy you got to play. You don't think the two have to be. To, like Bruce Wayne and Batman. You, the, some guys go, he's a better Bruce Wayne and a better Batman. It's great when you get both. Right. A hundred percent. But I thought Toby McGuire did get it because he stayed, he stayed as kid-like even as Spider-Man. Uh, but, uh, but Tom Holland, the series, uh, here's the other thing too that you have to take into account whether you want to admit this or not. The writing's better now. The technology's better now. 
everything about the series is better now. Like I, I if I watch that storyline, mm-hmm. the Tobey Maguire storylines, they're not as good as what we have right now. No. So it allows you to, the storyline itself allows you to be a better actor. It helps you slip into the character better. I just think that Toby, there's like this, there's a shot when there's the three Spider-Men where Toby Maguire talks and you've seen this little, like he looks like there's a little gleam in his eye where he's like the Spider-Man. Like the, I don't know what it is. That's he was one. happy to be working again. <laughs> Listen, I think he's, he, I think he's, I think he's secure. I think he's, he's, he's done all right. But uh, you said something though that that does you know make it a different kind of movie. Aunt May, man, that I was not <sighs> expecting that. Dude, at I wasn't all. either, dude. And Neri was like, whatever. He said that didn't touch him at all. But I thought that scene that 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 wasn't expecting that. And like I said, Tom Holland did such a good job showing his pain and hurt at that moment. He sucked me in with that man. Well, and that's the but that's the other thing. That's what I like about Marvel now. They they they, they killed off a main character. You yeah. know, yeah, that that's that's a commitment. But again, we have a multiverse, so she exists somewhere. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw on the internet where they said, uh, what's her real name? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. She wanted Aunt May to have a girlfriend. Marvel said, uh-uh. <laughs> hey, Judah, fucking now. And I'm, you know, again, I don't want to get deep off into that, but why? Just I, because y'all want to, you know, just why? Because I wouldn't mind seeing Marissa Tomei with a girlfriend. Okay, if they showed <laughs> some shit like that and it got hot and heavy, then maybe. But come on, man, with the whole Uncle Ben and that, that's a major plot line. Yeah. Um. So just for the record, you said Toby's your, your, your favorite? Yeah. Second. Tom Holland. And then Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And and, and I don't, it, it's nothing against Andrew Garfield. I still think he did a great, a great job for what he, what he was doing. I, those are just the order in which that I go. Yeah. I'm, I'm Holland Garfield McGuire. Did you like the two Garfield ones? Yeah, they were, they were, they were good. They were, yeah. they were, they, it's just that I never seen I never imagined Peter Parker as as uh, angry. Spider Man can't be angry. But you thought he came off angry? Yeah, there was like angry moments with him. Like he, hmm. like uh, like Spider Man has to be hopeful and 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 see promise all the time. That's right. that's how the character works. Right. And and here's here's where, uh, and I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean to beat this dead horse. Uh, but this is why I'm such a stickler for context and s- sequence when I talk about listening to the pod in a certain order. Because if you didn't watch these movies in a certain order, that beautiful moment you would not have understood where uh, Zenadiah, uh, Holland's MJ, is falling and he goes to get her. And it's reminiscent of the moment between Andrew Garfield and uh, Gwen Stacy. And of course, Gwen Stacy died. He could not save her. So when when Tom Holland goes to try to save MJ and Goblin comes and swoops him up out of the picture, then it's Andrew Garfield who dives down and he saves her. And then that moment where he has her in her arms. He's redeemed. He's redeemed. And she goes, are you all right? And he's fucking crying. 
Wow. But you didn't That's have to see it in order yeah, to you get that. Do. No, you don't. Then how would you have gotten that moment? How, how would that moment have hit you where you knew that was redemption? How would you have known that? Because you go back and you watch them because oh, there's a lot of people that just and you would go, oh man, that stop. scene was great. Stop. But the scene was great on its own. Stop. Do you understand how important that is when you understand yeah, it? Yeah, it makes it more when, when you, you understand When you it. go back and you go, oh, now I get it after I've already seen it. It doesn't have the same gravity. No, you're probably right. It doesn't. But you know what? If you don't have time to watch all of the other fucking movies, you're going to wait uh, uh, six months to go see this one do, movie? Do, do it right. No. Do it right. Nah, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. Do, do it right. Otherwise, don't fuck with it. You, you're robbing yourself. Do you know how many people are not going to have watched the other good? Do you know how many people have watched it the yes, right way? Yes. Do you know how many people don't care? Well, then y'all are the fans that we hate. <laughs> the, people, the, the fans hate motherfuckers like y'all. That that is again, in it movie means, it means artistry, fucking powerful moment. It, that that gives it gravitas. No doubt about it. But if you never saw it, that scene still doesn't sound. It's still how, great. How, what are you taking from it if you don't know the reference point? They bring it up. They bring it up. They give you little nuggets of it throughout the movie. So no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, what nuggets would you have gotten to know that moment if you never saw that moment? Because they they even say that the other uh, you they, think they that, you think that's enough for people to put the two and two together? You know, I I don't think it. I, I listen. Is it better if you saw it that way? Yes. Oh God! Is it going to end the movie for you? That it's not going to well, be a great no, movie anymore? No, no but uh, see, that's where you and I differ. Because I am a I am I care about those details that much. Because to me, when you add all those details up the right way, it, it's potent. It's more potent and the more powerful, the greater you are. I just believe in greatness, meaning no shortcuts. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, what, what else? What, before, before we, oh, the other character mm -hmm. that changed so much because of the technology, right. even though that it was the same, but it was just enough to make it, Sandman was completely different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything got an upgrade. Yeah, because, I love well, Jamie Foxx's upgrade. Yeah, but, Sam, but I was going to say that Sandman character, when I first saw that, right. I thought that was ridiculous. How you did? He just pops up. And well, I never even saw, I never heard of the character at all until I saw the movie. With that, the original one, how his head popped up reminded me of the wizard from The Wizard of Oz when it's being the scary thing. Oh, and it's really? just the head and it's just right. moving. Right. And this one, it had powers and it just, the way that it moved was differently right. in this one. I, I, I really. Again, go back to it. But what do you think about the scene where they said when Spider-Man went to take, oh, I forgot who says it, but Spider-Man says, I thought it was going to be a black guy. I thought it was going to be a black guy. Well, I, I love that because it, it opened up the door. It opens up the door for Miles Morales yeah. if they ever decide to go there. Yeah. Um, that moment, dude, which to me was a man food, dick hard moment. And, and this again, I, this what blew me away about what Neri said. I'm like, Yo, that, mom that moment where all three Spider-Mans run off the plank and launch into action, and you see all three of them webbing, and then they cut to the shot where they all web past the moon, and then they all land into their own superhero pose. That, that wasn't a big whoa to you. And Neri was like, nah. That was fucking badass. Yeah, but it is also... <coughs> 
it's badass in one point and a little cheesy on the other. Because Wait, you saw, because you saw it. You saw it coming. You saw them like, doing their little thing, and you knew that that was going to happen. They had they had to have the big moment to sell it to you, to show you the look, look at yeah, our, motherfuckers are shitting all over this children's party. Uh, no, I I'm not I'm not saying I disliked it. I was just like it just didn't it didn't have the same it, like it, it didn't do to me what it did to you. See, dude, I think that look as dudes, we're all you know, superhero. It's man food. It's superhero feeds the the, the 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 inner child in you, the macho shit in you. But again, I'm not a diehard comic book dude. But for what it is, um, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm in it. I'm, that 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 to me was kick ass, man. What? Nothing you didn't like about the movie. Ned opening up that that also opens up another uh, another uh, storyline with Ned being able to open up the uh, well that he only did that because he had the ring, but he had the ability to open up. Most people could have the ring and not know how to open it up. Well, they even jokingly made a reference to that about you know it took Doctor Strange how long to be able to do that, and this motherfucker does it instantaneously by accident. By accident. So, but does this open up for Ned to be part of? The, I don't even think so. I think that's just some shit nah, they I, threw in there. I think Ned. I think Ned is. There, there's going to be something for Ned, right? Um, the other moment that really kind of teared me up a little bit too was when uh, Toby had to say Toby when Tom had to say goodbye to Ned and MJ. Yeah, because you know the spell was going to make sure they didn't know him. Uh, after that, right, and that moment between MJ and Tom, the, the, the tearful, you know, goodbye, that got me too, man. The, 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 the two, them two acted they had young asses off, man. Yeah, uh, but now, now that scene, the the idea of that scene has already happened before with Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire? To- Toby, uh, Toby. You, you mixed uh, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man and, and Jerry McGuire. Yeah, yeah, Toby. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Toby McGuire. Toby, Toby, what's his uh, Now you got me, Toby <laughs> McGuire. It, no, wait, Toby. Now you got me fucked up. <laughs> Is it Toby McGuire? No. What's his name? What the fuck? You just <laughs> cast a Doctor Strange spell on me. <laughs> the cast of Spider-Man. Uh, it is Toby McGuire, isn't it? I think so. You fuck. Well, you, Toby Maguire. I don't know how to respond to that. Oh my God, I cannot fucking believe what you just did. Dude, your shit is contagious, nigga. <laughs> the cast of the first Spider Man movie. Toby Maguire. Yeah, it is. Oh, why the fuck did I think? Okay. See, maybe. Shit. Anyway, so back to Toby Maguire here. And now I'm going to say, oh, uh, in his, in his Spider-Man, when he wants to tell, uh, what's, what's the girl's name? In, in MJ. And that he is Spider-Man. He, right. he, he knows that he can't tell them and he's and they refer because they won't be safe if they know who he is. So he's trying to hide it from, MJ and his his aunt at the time. Right. So we we've been down this road before. Yeah, but the difference is they still knew him 
As a person. As a person. Yeah, they don't know him at all now. That, that seems odd to me because it's like this nigga's got to start from scratch and try to make Ned believe he's his best friend and she's his girlfriend. But if Ned has powers, now, now is Doctor Strange going to find Ned? Stay tuned, folks, on the next Pass the Blunt episode. <laughs> um, dude, I, I, I love that moment at the end. You know how they always give you, once the credits roll, the uh, yeah. preview into what's next. Yeah. The moment they show Tom Hardy at the bar, I said, and you know it was coming. It's got to happen. You go, oh, shit. Venom versus Spider-Man. And now that I've seen, what was it, Carnage, Venom and Carnage? Yeah. And of course, I saw the fir- we saw the first Venom movie. I don't know if there'll be another one in between that and Spider-Man and Venom, but even if there is or isn't, this is the showdown. And and uh, what was his name to do from that 70s show? Topher Grace, when he played Venom in the Tobey Maguire movie. Ugh. <laughs> Tom Holland's version. Not, not Tom Hardy's version. Wow. Yeah. A- because you know what it was the difference for me? And, and Topher Grace's version, he didn't have any personality. It was Topher. Remember when the Venom yeah. would expose the interface yeah. and it was Topher? He spoke as Topher. This thing, Eddie, that they do with Tom Hardy yeah. where he's battling the, the, the symbiote suit. Yeah. No, no, you can't do that. Why not, Eddie? That gives it a whole nother dimension. Yeah. it, does, it Listen, I love the, the new Venom series. That, right. this, is, this is great. But what I didn't know, and I don't know that you know this, my son, True, saw it, and he goes, do you know there's a second scene that I didn't stay for? I saw the first one I left. There's, after that? There's a second scene. Yeah, I left too. You know what? And I knew I fucked up because after that scene, I got up to leave and a lot of people were still sitting there. And I'm like, are they going to do another one? Nah. These motherfuckers is just, I don't know. But there was another one? Yeah, my son said that. What is it? I don't know. I have, to, I'm gonna, I, have to, I have to look it up on YouTube. I haven't even done it yet. Right. Because I didn't want to be able to answer it. I I, I I didn't want to answer you if you asked me what it was. I wanted oh, to, you to, to see it. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he told me, and I was like, he goes, "You stayed for the second one?" And I was like, "No, my son could be I, fucking with me for all I know." But no, I don't think he is because a lot of people were in the theater was yeah. staying. I was trying to get out of there before COVID found me inside the theater. I was all paranoid because I thought it was a bigger theater that I was going to. It was a small right. room, and right. uh, it was pretty full. But I'm telling you, man, I, I love the multi. I, I really do love the multiverse. I think anything's possible. They can do anything. Uh, maybe they can fix the Fantastic Four through this. Well, you know, they're, they're, I think before Marvel didn't own the rights to Fantastic Four, just like at first they didn't with Spider-Man. Um, hence, a lot of people were saying that's why those movies came out fucked up. Uh I personally didn't hate the first uh, Fantastic Four. Um, But now that Marvel owns the rights, people are crossing their fingers feeling like they're going to get this one right. Well, I hope so because they fucked up Silver Surfer because of it. It, uh, Oh, you didn't like the Silver Surfer? No, they need... That's the Silver Surfer could be huge if they did it right. I would love it if they do do it again. Keep Larry Lawrence Fishburne's voice again. I thought that was cool. I thought he was cool. Remember that? Yeah. 
I'm just, I, I'm just telling, I, I would love it. I would love a whole reboot. Completely? Completely. Mm. Completely. I would, I would like to see it redone. Uh, but mul- like I said, with the multiverse, they can, they can, they can fix things. They can change things. They can add things. They can do things that it never did in the comic books. Uh, as long as they stay true to the idea. Right. So I, I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm. So, and, and, and wrapping up, let me ask you this. Uh, because one thing when Neri and I were talking about it, he said something that I agree with completely. He was like, of all the three Spider-Man movies, by far, this one was the best he, because, uh, the first one was called Homecoming, which I liked, but I wasn't crazy about it. The second one, um, home, uh, uh, what was that one called? Something else home. They all got home in it. I hated that one. That's the one where they went to DC? Where they, no, when they went on vacation yeah. in Europe. No, no. You know, in Europe. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Europe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that one either, because, but they needed that one to do to get to where they are now because that's where the, uh, who's the, the anti-hero that, that's playing the hero that in that one? No, in the second one that you're talking about. Uh uh Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, you needed Mysterio to make this work. Yeah, but I just that 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 movie to me lacked punch. Uh and I could have cared less about them being on vacation, which to me, again, he, he didn't even bring his spider suit and he was fucking running around in that weird uh whatever noir suit, that crazy other suit. And then finally, he 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 creates the black and red suit towards the very end in the climactic fight scene. Which, again, I'm I'm old fashioned. I like the red red and blue Spidey suit. So that movie didn't really do it for me like that. Well, and Mysterio, I I it, they've done such a good job of making the characters uh, more like you almost could see them walking down the street. Mysterio didn't do that for me. Right. Mysterio was like an old, like a, a 1950s comic book character right. come to life in today. And, and that that's what ruined it for me. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being phenomenal, one being, uh, what would you give Homecoming, the first one? I, well, I liked it because it was the Tom Holland one. I liked that they made Aunt May. Well, they're all Tom Holland ones. Yeah, but and they made Aunt, and that's what I'm saying. I like him. They made Aunt May uh, youthful and and kind of more into today. Right. Uh, yeah, you got to give that one a high score. That's a, that's a, that's probably out of all out of all the Spider Mans that even though that I say Tobey Maguire is uh, my favorite one, that was one of the better ones. Period to me. So that's an eight. Eight. What do you give the second one on vacation? Five six. I give the first one. Strong six and a half. I give that second one a two, and then I give this third one a ten. I don't know. I give it a ten. I give it a nine. Ten. Yeah, I guess you could. You could. I, there's just things in it that I felt were a little hokey, but yeah, it was still good. It was really good. It got people to to cheer in the movie theater, so everybody got you in it. Right. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it at all. And just just a few weird little little things here and there. I, I didn't understand how uh, unless they designed. The chip in Doc Ock <coughs> to take that electrical surge, how he didn't become a bad guy again. Right. You know, but maybe because when they redesigned it this time, uh, when they were fixing things, they were able to, to fix that. I, I, I don't know. Listen, before we get off this, I, I just want to say because of the acting that I thought the original goblin with uh, who's, who's the goblin? Um, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, which I, who I think is an outstanding actor. He always right. plays <clears throat> fucking great characters. I didn't think he got a chance to really act 
in the original uh, one. In the original with Tobey Maguire? Yeah, like he was okay. I mean, there right. was some acting, but I mean, it didn't, it wasn't like him at his best. I thought he got a chance to act this time. Right. I thought he really got a chance to play the, you know, he played. Well, he the, said he wasn't going to come back and do it if they just wanted him to do a cameo. He wanted some meat on the bones. Yeah, and I thought he did a great job in that. I really, like, that character actually made more sense to me in in this one. Uh, Doc Ock, you know, he was always, I mean, I, I thought Doc Ock was good, but it, it seemed better in this one. Uh, right. I, I like that the, he he sucks up the nanotechnology and they were able to do the the, the great graphics. Uh, Jamie's character, even though, like you said, it was better, it still doesn't have a, it didn't have. Is it that it's Jamie Foxx that's taking you out of it? No, I don't think it's that it's Jamie Foxx. I, they just, they didn't give him very much. Yeah, they didn't. But like I said, uh, the way he looked as Electro in the Andrew Garfield one, I hated that shit. I like this look a lot better. Um, but I got to be honest. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is such, and he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, again, Ray, my favorite shit ever. But seeing Jamie in this, I just saw Jamie. Would you like to see him, like, giving him some kind of mask? I mean, seriously. Like well, they kind of tried to give him the classic comic book. Yeah. The Electro star face. Yeah. But they didn't, like, they kind of emphasized it a little bit. But don't you think, if you gave him the opportunity to to really get into a character and get rid of him, you would like him better. You know, here's the same. You asked me this question before, and here's the same problem I have. With him, as I said to you when you asked about Leonardo DiCaprio, like Leonardo is a bad guy. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm going, that's Jamie Foxx. I don't think they're character actors like that. They're, they're, they're too big. Their personas are too big. Their faces are too recognizable. So when, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch complete universes here. So in DC, when uh, Jim Carrey was the, was the Riddler, yeah. Did that? Did, did you not like him as a Riddler? I did because that's what he does. Because he does characters. He does that. Okay. Did you like? Uh, yeah. Well, that you couldn't even tell that that was uh, Danny DeVito when he was doing the Penguin. And to me, I, I listen before that. Before that ever came out, you know, I played in my head casting. I went, Danny DeVito is the fucking Penguin, just from a physical standpoint. Yeah. He's the fucking Penguin. I said I, before they did. Uh, Jim Carrey as the as the Riddler. You knew they were gonna do it. They were gonna eventually do a Batman and have the Riddler. I went, who other than Jim Carrey? I would like to see them bring the Riddler back. By the way, I'd like to see a Batman. Well, they're gonna. I think they're gonna do that. Yeah, they're but, doing that. But, right? who, but who is it? Oh, I don't know. Because I, I I would like to see Jim Carrey get another shot at doing it in a way that I really enjoyed Jim Carrey. I didn't think he was a great Riddler. Because he was too Jim Carrey-ish? Yeah. Because they made him over the top again. They made him right. like, the t- like the TV, sh- more the TV right, show. Right, 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 right. Um, so th- that's why. I will say this, man. Um, I know I'm not going to go see it in the theaters. I'm going to wait till I can download it. You know how much I hate this, 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 this. Robert Pattinson is Batman. And I even ha- hate that I'm going to say but. Because it sounds like I'm making a chance to maybe like this motherfucker. But the preview, when that motherfucker goes, I am vengeance. And more importantly, that scene where he's walking through that tunnel as he's being shot with all them bullets and and they they cut it where it's almost like a strobe light where it's like flashes 
of him being shot, the bullets ricocheting, the sparks, and then he's whooping motherfuckers' asses in the tunnel. I went, all right. But again, for me, Affleck, nigga, I'm so mad that they didn't give Affleck a solo movie. When you go, yo, they they didn't give Willem Dafoe enough in the first go-round. After what we saw Affleck doing, Batman, Superman, Justice League, Snyder's Cut, and even his little cameo in Suicide Squad, that man deserves his own Batman, man. Because Ben Affleck is the dude to me. Yeah, but what if he comes... What if, what if this whole series is better than any Batman you've seen? Will you go with it? <laughs> I'm not going to deny truth, but you you better be fucking good. Because, dude, I'm telling you, Robert Pattinson looks like an exotic parakeet, nigga. <laughs> I hate his hair the way it off to the side. It looks geeky, and he's just so frail looking. He just looks like a bird, nigga. Affleck with the jaw and the fucking aftershave and the, the grays and the, the bulky suit. And, the, and the, the jaw, nigga, oh, he just, that's him. If, if you could recast, if, if, you, if you could change someone's casting, who would you, out of all the characters, DC, Marvel, who was, the, which one was the most wrong? For Batman? And no, no. Any, 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 you can pick any character you want. I would say this. Robert but, Pattinson is wrong. And as much as I hated Val Kilmer, I'd rather Val Kilmer than this motherfucker, man. You know what? I watched that one again the other day. And I and, and honestly, honestly, it's not the worst Batman. <sighs> it's not the worst Batman. He did a good, he's just as Val Kilmer, but he did a good job. When you watched it, I, I, I got out of Val that it's Val Kilmer. And then when he's when he's Batman, I got out of it that it's Val Kilmer. But then he he's Val Kilmer when he's when he's Bruce Wayne. First of all, again, I'm strictly for detail. Bruce Wayne is not a blonde. Uh, yeah. And Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne is a blonde. I'm immediately not invested. But he, he as an actor, he, uh, he did a great part. It just, you just couldn't buy it because of what, like you just said, because you know who Bruce Wayne's supposed to be. Right. Uh, that, that was, that's, a, that's probably a miss. But he, I'd still say he did a good job. <sighs> And I know a lot of people, again, in their heads, they're going, Clooney was the worst Batman. No, he wasn't. He was in an awful movie. He wasn't an awful movie. But him as Bruce Wayne, same thing as Ben Affleck. He has that debonair, smooth leading man. You could believe he's a rich uh, billionaire bachelor. But who who is his Robin? Uh, Chris O'Donnell. And I thought hit, that was a terrible choice. for, for uh... I thought on paper it was a good choice. On paper. Ultimately, on screen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else back to Spider Man? Nah, nah. I, you know, uh, I can't wait for 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 Venom and Spider Man. I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna be bigger than No Way Home and break all kind of records because what they can do with that. In terms, again, the technology, the special effects, and again, that t Tom Hardy. You talk about, again, duality. Bruce Wayne, Batman, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Eddie Brock, Venom. 
I think Eddie Brock is just as important as that voice. Eddie. That, Ed, and Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock. And again, reference point, 10 times better than Topher Grace. Well, what it is, though, too, is, is Tom uh, Hardy gets, he's just funny enough. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He, he isn't trying to be funny. Right. He's just funny enough. If, if you're just a little bit funnier than that, I, I don't think that it works. And he plays the awkward clumsiness paranoia of it all well. Yeah. Uh, and who's the chi- who's his chicken in it? In Venom? His girl. Oh, I don't know her name. I don't know her name either, but I think she, I, when I first saw it, I was like, who's this? She doesn't. Right. She's done a good, she's done a really good job because she has to actually play. She actually becomes Venom for a second. Yeah. Yeah. She's done a good job. Right. She and and I'm at first I was like why didn't they have someone you know someone I would know who would she's done a really good job yeah no, it, it's man. a really good series dude that's why I'm that's why I'm excited about it when I saw him at the bar I was like oh shit it's finally time and to see Tom Holland with his acting ability and with that Spider Man go up against Hardy and that personality it's gonna be explosive this is gonna be a heavyweight fight that movie's gonna kill man. I can't wait. But now, doesn't if no one remembers who Spider Man is, the Peter Parker's Spider Man, right. how does uh, Ned and MJ fit into that? Well, and then how does he? Know, how does he, he? So, but we all know that Spider Man exists, right? We just don't know who that is. Who Peter he Parker. is? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, the world. Yeah, he's back to being who's that guy? guy Nobody okay. knows who he is. He's just a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Right. All right. Well, there it is, folks. Uh, Shit, we didn't have time to get into uh, maybe save that for another time. Uh, just to prepare you, if you guys haven't seen it, go on HBO Max. It's a uh, documentary called Action Park. For those of you from the Jersey area, this was back in the 80s when uh, this was the only one and basically the hottest, most dangerous death uh, trap for water parks. It is a great documentary. I don't know if it'll mean more to you if you're from the Jersey area and you grew up in the 80s from that side of town. But uh, it was very nostalgic for me. I never went, but I certainly remember it. I loved it. Obviously, was not a Jer- in Jersey at that time. Right. Loved it. And then everyone I knew from Jersey, yeah. I called them and asked, them, hey, have you ever been in there? And right. just to hear what their stories were. Right. So, um, yeah, man, it, it actually, it, it's so... It's so 80s and it's so about the way things, how you could do anything. <laughs> there were no rules, Listen, man. one of Listen, one of my first notes uh, when we get into it, because I watched it again just to re-familiarize myself. I went, nigga, for kids in the 80s, Action Park was the Studio 54 of water parks. It was an event. It was a moment in time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it took off like a rocket ship. And just as fast as it took off, that shit was shut down. It, it, it's funny. But if you even think about all the toys that we had back in the 80s. Right. You, you don't get away with any of those toys anymore. No, but no. No, yeah. but, but technology has taken over such that really your phone is your toy. Yeah. But even that, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a little older than you, so my Tonka trucks. Did you have a Tonka truck when you were a no, kid? No, I didn't. I didn't have those dangerous sharp edges 
to play with. I had those metal tongue, the ones that if someone threw it at you, it split your head wide open. <laughs> right. Or so, if you if you fell on something, yeah. if you slipped and you fell on one of the motherfuckers, you might break a bone. Yeah. That, so it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be a fun episode to talk to you about because you were in Jersey. Uh, we should, uh, we should probably. Uh, if you, you know what, before we get into this, before we actually do it, if you have been to Action Park in Jersey, send us an email. Yeah, Vernon, New Jersey. Yeah, send us an email about your experience at Action Park. I mean, if you had an experience, if you went to Action Park and everything was great, you didn't know anything about it, keep that email. Keep that memory <laughs> for yourself. But if you went there and you saw some shit, send it in because uh, uh, we'll include that while we're talking about it. All right. Uh, any announcements? You want yeah, to just uh, where we're going to be. Um, guys, the new year. And it's providing that uh, all these dates hold up because who knows what's going to happen next week. Uh, hopefully everything keeps going and uh, we can get the COVID back down. Uh, we are going to be in, when you're listening to this, uh, the following day, we'll be in Helium on the 6th of January in St. Louis. Helium, St. Louis, the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then after that, we're looking forward to being at Milwaukee Improv for the very first time. My buddy, uh, Keith. Yeah. Uh, someone I met through the podcast that I've, uh, we, we talk, uh, email back and forth, uh, sent me a bunch of notes on mm -hmm. where we're going to go eat and what we should be doing oh, really? there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, Milwaukee. Uh, that is the 13th through the 16th. And then uh, the following week, the 21st to the 23rd. We're going to be in Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. If The Ohio's. I've been getting a lot of requests where we're going to be in Ohio. We'll be back at Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, Aries, can I get you anything? You okay? No. Do you need anything, Aries? Or you? <laughs> That's an inside joke. Uh, the 28th through the 29th uh, of January, Aries will be at the Denver Improv. And I will be back at Helium doing the garage for two nights, uh, working out my hour for the recording. So uh, if you're in uh, St. Louis and want to see a show, hit me up and I can make sure I get you some tickets. All right. Uh, this is from uh, <clears throat> Gold Street Films. Name, Dane, D-A-Y-N-E, 1400. Instagram, at D-A-Y-N-E, 1400. Twitter at D-A-Y-N-E dot 1400. I don't know what the name of this is, but uh, it's something mix. Uh, so with that being said, uh, enjoy. Up late nights, all the time on my grind. Only thing on my mind is how to get my cake right. Ain't got no sleep for the last two weeks, cause the money don't wait. I ain't worried about hoes trying to get my dope, better get out my face. They check the only thing that I chase, uh, and it keep me up late nights. All the time on my grind, only thing on my mind is how to get my cake right. I ain't got no sleep for the last two weeks, cause the money don't wait. I ain't worried about hoes trying to get my dope, better get out my face. Check the only thing that I chase. Uh, if you want the bag, then you gotta go get it. it ain't about what 
with your head, it's about how you living. Dollars in your stash, cook a job in the kitchen, or a pocket full of cash next to bars that you pitching. Gotta get it how you know it, gotta get it how you live. Time because money, I ain't got mine to give. Trying to move my mama to a house up on the hill, let her sit back and chill and say I got the bills. And I know a couple pussy niggas really don't like me. Wanna see me give up, but it's very unlikely. I do it like Nike or maybe like Spike Lee. I started found light, couldn't help but shine brightly. Ballin' never falling, throwing money to the sky. Smoking on the doji every day, I'm getting high. Living my life, can't let it pass by. That money don't sleep and neither do I, nigga. I be up late nights. All the time on my grind, only thing on my mind is how to get my cake right. Ain't got no sleep for the last two weeks, cause the money don't wait. I ain't worried about hoes trying to get my dough, better get out my face. They check the only thing that I chase, uh, and they keep me up late nights. All the time on my grind, only thing on my mind is how to get my cake right. I ain't got no sleep for the last two weeks, cause the money don't wait. I ain't worried about hoes trying to get my dough, better get out my face. They check the only thing that I chase. Hey, uh. chicks, only thing I'm chasing. Niggas ain't smart, they basic. Really, we ain't on the same page as I had. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. The test goes, you say it with conviction. It don't mean shit to me. Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!